0: Happiness, pleasure, and meaning. Saying yes to life in spite of everything and the power of repetition. Weekly Brew, May 2022. So I'm your host Josh and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Brew. It's really good to have you here. If you're listening to this, you are the select few individuals that are my true Patreons that are supporting my work. So I really, really appreciate it. And I would love to hear your thoughts on the more fleshed out versions of my weekly brew uh, audio format podcast because it just lets me know the quality of content I'm putting out and is it enjoyable, is it worth it, I don't know. So the only way to know is if you uh, reach out and just let me know what you think. But regardless, your finite time here on earth, your 4,000 weeks, as Oliver Berkman would say, I appreciate you being here because I know how valuable time is, especially these days. You could be doing an infinite number of different things besides listening to my voice. So I really, really, really appreciate your time. This week's brew is a very mindful one. (laughs) So those that are those that are new here, just um, just to give you context, I have no idea why I call it the weekly brew, but for me, it's a it's a blend and a concoction of things that I've found in the week, the week before usually because I release it on Mondays. Things that I've found th- with the, the goal is to prime your subconscious for the week ahead to give you that head of dopamine that goes into the week so that you can go and be more aware, be more mindful, eat better, think better, live better, a whole host of different things and it's it's. It's very curated, but and it's very subjective, uh, but I sincerely believe that stories and the messages we put out into the world are universal. So you may be thinking that what you're experiencing is unique to yourself, but it actually isn't. It actually is very universal, and many people connect with it. So by sharing your story and sharing your take on something, a piece of art or a quote or something makes things more digestible and real for others because you realize you are not alone in this world. So without further ado, let me get into this week's mindful episode. Oh, and sorry, what I was going to touch on as well is it's worth repeating is that for me, there's three pillars to optimal health and well-being and it's meat, movement, and mindfulness. So if you're eating an ancestrally aligned meat-based ketogenic diet in conjunction with moving daily and being mindful daily, those three pillars are pretty much your guarantee to experiencing what it means to be a human and to allow your body and give your body the capacity to heal itself. So your body has wisdom within it, and when you give it these nutrients, so to speak, these three pillars, meat, movement, mindfulness, it has the capacity to heal itself. And we all come into this world a little broken, you know, depends on how broken. A lot of people may, some people may experience a a big T trauma, some people a little T trauma that happens repetitively, but I believe we all do, We all. Comments will a little broken, and our stories that we tell ourselves and others are important and are universal. Therefore, when you connect with another person's story, you are, in a sense, connecting with your own story, and you are, in a sense, healing a part of yourself that you didn't even know needed healing. So it's really, really important. Stories are are super important, and the art you share is super, super important. Again, so let me try this again. Without further ado... (laughs) So this week, I connected with a tweet, uh, which I actually saw on Instagram, but I think it's, uh, not I think, I'm pretty sure I know it's a tweet from, at zero, I cannot even pronounce this person's name. So if you wanna go see this person's name, go look in the email itself, which will be sent out to you, if you're listening to this, it should be sent out to you by now. So let me know if it hasn't, because I'll make sure you get it. But this week's quote, that I'm pondering, which is actually a tweet that I'm retweeting. Being impacted by what happened to you isn't victimhood. It's human. Making making an identity out of it is victimhood. The reason why I connected this is specifically within the carnivore meat-based keto realm, which is where I spend majority of my time because it, because it's for me it's so foundational to healing. There are people that have so clearly been victims and they've made an identity out of their suffering or their ailment or their autoimmune issue, or whatever's happened to them and they've taken on this role, I like to call it the, the Carnival Karens of the world. Um and, and literally there is actually a, an Instagram account called uh, Carnival Karen, which is a subject for another day, but you've 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 pigeonholed yourself into this into this identity because you because you're so clearly wanting The community or the love from people that are within it. And there's, let me just say that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I, I'm the first to admit that I've done this myself many times over, but if you're listening to this, what I want to, what I want to articulate is that you don't, you, you are more than your diet, you're more than your autoimmune issue, you're more than the things you associate yourself with. You're, you, you're bigger than that as a whole. So by purely associating yourself and making an identity out of your diet you are essentially robbing the greater part of yourself of power because there is power within you and you are more than that and the idea just like meditation really the idea is not formal practice the idea is to take the formal practice into your life and have that repeat itself over many iterations throughout your day. So when you lose uh, focus and you come back to who you are and you come back to your center and you feel your body in all of its glory, pain, pleasure, you are being mindful once again. The same is with like something as simple as diet, you know, and autoimmune issues and whatever. It's cool that that you may be creating this identity to help people and there's nothing wrong with that, but the point is is to transcend that in a way. It's to transcend it to the point where you no longer identify as being that person, but it's part, it's part of you. It is now your, your diet and, and your healing informs you, but it's not who you are because you are more than that. And I think that's a very, very clear distinction to make. And I think a lot of people forget that. Um. again, we all come to this diet and life and healing in different ways. So I'm not making anybody wrong and I never, ever want to do that. But I, I do think that a lot of people can transcend their initial ideas of who they think they are. Um, and by not, make, by not making themselves victims and realizing that their identity is definitely more than the Instagram handle or their diets or their illness that they've associated with. So very, very interesting <laughs> from my perspective. And that's why I connected to that tweet. I recently picked up a book from a very, very famous author, Viktor Frankl, who was um, ostracized in the, the Holocaust, who was literally in a concentration camp. And his first book, which I think has sold millions and millions of copies, um, Man's Search for Meaning was amazing. If, you, if, you ever, if, you ever, if you're ever in peril or doubt about the current state of the world, just know that things were a lot worse back then. I mean, to know, to, to have been through what he had been through and to come out of it with a sense of meaning is, has confirmed that humans have a capacity for love and affection and forgiveness that is unbound to anything external. It is amazing to see what he he went through. So again, read his book, Man's Search for Meaning, but I've recently picked up his late his latest book. Viktor Frankl is no longer with us, but this was part of some interviews and talks he gave uh, post World War II and post him writing his book, Man's Search for Meaning. And a quote that has initially stuck with me, happiness in itself does not qualify as such a purpose. Pleasures do not give our life meaning. In contrast, he points out that even the dark and joyless episodes of our lives can be times when we mature and find meaning. He even posits that the more difficult, the more meaningful troubles and challenges can be. How we deal with the tough parts of our lives, he observes, shows us who we are. That is really profound because essentially, I think we've become a a society that has moved away from really embracing the tough parts of our lives because it's so easy to numb the tough parts of our lives and try and forget it. And again, I'm not making anyone wrong. It's a coping mechanism, but when you numb and you don't feel, you don't befriend your suffering. So you don't, you don't allow the suffering within you to inform you. So it, it, it gets numbed to a point where it sort of wants a way out. You're suffering once a way out. It wants to speak to you. But when you don't listen to it and you only numb it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then soon it comes to a head and it, 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 it has nowhere to go but out, <laughs> And that out can take the form of, of severe illness. It can take the form of a mental breakdown whatever that is it can take it can have it, it can have its day so to speak um, and what's cool what I love about this is that you know it's in the title is that saying yes to everything pleasure and pain is the way out it's 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 not there is no difference and and this takes this takes severe courage and severe learning to understand the difference, and to understand there's no difference, it's so crucial to get to a place of equanimity in a, in your practice, in your practice of life, and saying yes to everything. So I'm I'm really excited to dive deep into this book again. I'm I've just started reading it. Um, let me know if you've if you've read Viktor Frankl's previous book, Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, it's it's amazing. And I see this book is I think it's co-written by Daniel Goleman, the current one, Yes to Life in Spite of Everything. And Daniel Goleman, if I'm not mistaken, he's the emotional intelligence dude. Which is which is pretty cool to see his his uh, name on a book of the stature. So I'm really, really excited to to dive deep into this book. Finally, for this week's brew to wrap it up, um, I follow this really, one of my, I'm very particular about who I follow on Instagram and this might sound like pedantic. It might sound, um, selfish. It might sound, uh, self-righteous or any of the above really. It could, um, narcissistic, but for me, if the saying is true that who you spend time with is who you become, then the modern equivalence is who you follow on Instagram is who you become. So curating your followers and curating the people that you follow on a daily basis is important because you are getting fed unwillingly most of the time information from the people that you follow. And therefore you, your subconscious, like I've explained in the beginning of this brew, gets primed by the things you see every day. So if you are seeing something that you don't like and you're engaging with it, in what way is that benefiting you? And sometimes people don't even realize this. Like you you don't even realize that the the people you follow uh, matter and the things you follow and read and listen to matter on a, on a grand scale. So curating your content and your followers and people that you hang out with is important, especially today, especially, I'm, I'm not somebody that says you have to abandon social media because there there's many good that's come from it from my perspective, but there's also a lot of bad that can come with it. So it is important to be, in a sense, pedantic about who you follow and who you let in. And I like to just, I like to keep, my Instagram accounts as an extension of my blog. So I don't follow a lot of people on purpose because I know that it's not because I don't want to associate with them, it's just because that it's an extension of my blog and it's, it's it's about creation, it's not about consuming. So I follow this account called Niche and they they release these really, really cool, really, really cool, um, Quotes and stories of of famous people, of famous writers, poets, and they they put them in these really cool curators' stories with the quotes attached to them, and I love them. It's it's just one of those accounts that I almost always find myself screenshotting an unnecessary amount from them just because of how good the quotes are. And again, back to the the the, the being universal. So many people connect with this account, therefore it has to mean something that these people are saying something of meaning and you are connecting with it. So this week it was Martha Graham um, and I've titled it The Ecstasy of Repetition. But here's a few of these quotes that are linked to black and white transposed pictures of of Martha Graham just to give you an idea. I'm just going to read some of it. So the only sin is mediocrity. I believe that we learn by practice. It is the performance of a dedicated, precise set of acts, physical or intellectual, from which we come the shape of achievement, a sense of one's being, a satisfaction of spirit. At the peak of one's power, one has two lovely, fragile, perishable things. One is spontaneity, but it is something arrived at over years and years of training. It is not mere chance. The other is simplicity, but it is a difficult simplicity. It's the state of complete simplicity, costing no less than everything. And finally, the bit that I love, repetition is not monotony. Repetition, not for monotony, but for the ecstasy it induces. I connected with this later, this latter point because I've been traveling. I went to South Africa recently doing some work and i I miss my repetition. I miss my day. I miss the rep. I miss the ecstasy of my daily routine. And somebody recently, I, I overheard somebody a conversation about how, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have this repetition in our lives, but as an artist, as somebody who produces content, repetition is so necessary to the craft, it's almost unavoidable. It's almost unavoidable. Unless your brand is centered around the the craziness of not repeating something, it's almost always a good idea to have a routine and, and have that routine feed itself because that's how good work is produced. And repetition in the form of eating well eating good food spending good time with the good with the good people you know feed your soul in a repetitive fashion is also it all plays a part it's all part of consistency at the end of the day so i love this and i implore you to one go follow niche if you haven't two try think about the the people that you are associating with on Instagram mostly you know Instagram's got that feature where you can you can basically see the people that you interact with the most because they're at the top of your follow um at the top of your followers list I don't know if that's still a thing so don't quote me on that but anyway regardless the point is is to bring awareness to what you're currently doing so I just want you to be aware of who you're following what are they talking about is it benefiting you how important is that relationship in your life? And again, it's not to say you have to just all of a sudden now abandon ship and ruthlessly unfollow everyone and just decide like some people that, you know, fuck it. Like this is it. I'm out. It's just about being aware, you know, is this, is this, is this benefiting you? Is it not? Because from there you can make the best decision to move forward. And I was, I, I'm, I'm running out of steam on this podcast at the end Yeah, I'm going to have to take another sip of coffee. I mean, after all, it is called the weekly brew. So that's, uh, that's important. I think I'm going to leave it there. Today's been a, a good episode, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, if you did, please let me know. And please share this along. So thank you so much. I appreciate your time. It's an honor to walk this path with you. So much love. And I will see you in the next one next week. Cheers for now.